This episode of LAW The Walking Dead Review is brought to you by Incoherency, because who needs to be heard when you really want to say stuff, you just gotta say it in a sorry micro machines. LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead Review. That's right, that was me speed talking in the beginning of this episode. That wasn't really, I didn't really speed it up. I can actually talk like that. Not that I want to, because you can't fucking hear it. Anyway, uh, I am Phoenix West. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead Review. Uh, today's episode is one I was finally, uh, one I've been clamoring for for a while now, and that is Daryl does something, guys. He earns his paycheck, and it's episode six, and he's finally off his fucking hog. I guess is what you would call it if you're in the biking. I'm not, so I call it a motorbike or a, a, an electric s- scooter. I don't know what you want to call it. Anyway, fucking guys finally does something. Uh, this one finally gets him off the off the motorcycle. Like I said. It shows him, Abraham, Sasha, and, you know, they're doing their thing. Last we left, they were still moving the goddamn herd. And it, for those paying attention, that means for six episodes, they've been moving the herd. And that's it. But this one starts with them breaking away from the herd, finally. They're like, hey, that's about 20 miles. Now we need a mile or so to break away from them. And, you know, so they lose us. Uh, yeah, they start doing that. And the second they start doing it, they get shot at. And it was a cool little scene. It felt like an action movie. It was very un- unlike Walking Dead because it was a car chase and it only lasted five or ten seconds. But it was weird because I was like, wow, what am I watching? Oh, yeah, Walking Dead. I was like, it really took me out of it in a good way. It didn't distract me away from it. It was just like, wow, that was well done for a second. And then now here we are again, back to the zombie apocalypse. Basically, Daryl go- rolls his bike underneath a semi or something like that and then kind of flees, takes this guy with him. Uh, and Sasha and Abraham, they get out and they shoot the shoot the other driver, the other guy, the guys in the other car. They shoot the shit out of them. Abraham has a moment where he wants to go back and shoot them more, I guess. And Sasha's like, "What are you doing, dude?" Like, there's a whole lot of this going on in this episode. Uh, they, but they kill the people, and then Daryl left because he was trying to get the other car away from him. I think is what was happening. I liked the scene. It was interesting. I don't know who the fuck these people were. It was kind of cool because right the second they broke away from those zombies, they like had something to do. And I think they did that because people were complaining <laughs> that they weren't doing a goddamn thing. So they did it like immediately in this one. Just no no time for sitting around. No dilly-dallying, as you might have heard back in the day. But yeah, they, they got involved. Daryl left. Sasha and Abraham decide... Since they crash a car, they're just gonna walk somewhere, I guess. And then they like they start leaving footprints. Uh, it's a lot of them bickering for this whole fucking episode. But they decide to leave trails when bread comes for uh, for Dixon to follow. Daryl Dixon. Um, Daryl, he goes off the road. I'm not sure why he felt really weak suddenly, and he crashed the motorcycle in the mud. I was very confused by this. It was. Like I said, it was just, I don't know why he fell over. And there's a there's a tiny, 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 it looked like a little baby with a helmet on, but it was just because the body was burned away. And just the head was inside a helmet, and it was alive. And I was like, okay, whatever. I guess the head's that protected by fire, massive fire that burned down this entire section of forest, whatever. I guess that's how motorcycle helmets work. They just protect everything inside of it like a fucking safe, like one of those safes you get in 
stick in the ground. I don't understand it. Anyway, um, Daryl's dragging it through the mud, his hands all bloody from the cut earlier in a couple episodes ago. And I was looking at him, and I'm like, and he's bandaging himself, and he's like doing this thing, and I'm watching uh, the actor. I'm watching him, and I'm going, wow, what the fuck happened? Because Norman Reedus is one of the um, Boondock Saints brothers, right? I'm not saying right, like, I don't know. I know, I love the fucking Boondock Saints, but I'm saying he's one of them, and the other one is Sean Patrick Flannery, who also played a young Indiana Jones back in the day. And if you were to... When I saw that movie, I don't have to say if, because this happened to me. When I saw Boondock Saints, I was like, Sean Patrick Flannery's gonna be a huge star. Because he was just amazing in that movie, and that movie's such a cult hit. And then reality happened, where Sean Patrick Flannery got, like, weird in the face. If you look at him in modern stuff, like, I forget what I've seen him in recently. He just looks puffy. His face looks like he had surgery. But I don't think he did. I think he just gained a little weight in his face. And meanwhile, Norman Reedus, who I thought was going to be, like, who played second fiddle to him, is a fucking mega star. I own the dude's, like, you can get little action figures of him. And that's crazy. That's a, that's a weird... You can, I mean, you can get the action figures for... Uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, obviously, because I do have the Boondock Saints pop vinyl dudes, those little, little, little guys. Remember I mentioned in a previous episode that I have the little um, guy from Fallout just staring at me? It's weird. Anyway, I have little little bit of both, little dudes on, of both people, and it's just crazy to me that he's so much more successful than Sean Patrick Flannery, considering what they looked like before. But the thing happened where He's not super, super handsome, Norman Reedus. He's a good-looking dude, I guess, but he's also kind of weird-looking. So you wouldn't think he would be the the breakout star from that movie. Anyway, that's what I was thinking when I was watching it. Uh, it was just kind of weird. Not what I expected. I was wrong. If I would have put money on this, I would be horribly, horribly broke, which it turns out I am anyway. That's fine. Um, while fixing the motorcycle, he put kind of, you know, he doesn't fix it. He puts some trees over it and walks, and then he sees these two girls all of a sudden, and they're like, we, we took it, we deserve it. And then he gets knocked out by this dude. And it's two girls and a guy, and it's really weird. They, he, they think he's from somewhere else. He kind of wakes up later, and through a series of conversations, they're like, they think he's from someone else, and if they return him, like, trade him back in, they'll get forgiveness for not killing their guy. It, it, it kind of seems like they escaped from someplace. I'm not really sure what happened, why, or anything. They don't really go into it. They, uh, whatever, wherever it was, they arrive there. There's a fence, and there's just dozens and maybe hundreds of zombies just behind that fence. And they're like, what about Patty? And I was like, uh, Patty's gone. She's gone, God damn it! You son of a... No, he doesn't really say that. But like, he's, he's just like, oh, Patty's gone. Sorry. <sighs> And then the blonde girl, who's pretty attractive. I don't know why they had to kill her right away. Maybe they should have kept her around a little bit. They decide, she decides, like, hey, if you guys go back without me, you can convince that it was my fault and then do that. And they're like, no, we're not doing that. And then uh, she she passes out. She's getting a little woozy and she just falls over. And Daryl takes this as his chance, grabs a duffel bag and runs into the forest. The one guy shoots at him, who I don't, you don't even know his name yet. Uh, he flees, he gets in his ditch he checks the radio and he still can't get a response from Abraham and Sasha 
He uh, sees a zombie coming toward him who's got like the, you could tell it's a skinny person with a rib makeup on. It's really weird because it just, the rib shouldn't be sticking out that much. The, the body size doesn't match up to where the ribs are. It just looks awkward. Not to say it looks horrible or to nitpick a little bit. It just looked odd, you know? It was like when Glenn got eaten and I was like, this looks odd. Something's off about this. I bet Glenn's still alive. It's just that sort of feeling. And I'm not saying this zombie's alive. I'm just saying it looks... I just got like an uh, odd feeling out of it. I don't know why. I was like, ugh. That's not how a body would look. Anyway, uh, that is me nitpicking. And I'm a horrible person. I know that. Anyway, he checks the radio. Nobody's there. And then he sees this zombie. And he's like trying to... For like four and a half fucking minutes. Trying to get this goddamn crossbow out of his bag. While the zombie slowly walks at him. And I'm like, Daryl's not this useless. If you couldn't get it out the first try, he would just grab something else. Why are they making Daryl so panicky and like a rookie? He's like he's never killed a zombie before. He doesn't need his crossbow. He just prefers it. He, uh, but he shoots the, shoots the zombie in the head when he finally gets it free. And he looks down and he sees that in the duffel bag. that It wasn't his duffel bag. He just had his crossbow in the duffel bag. Because when they kidnapped him. He sees that there's an insulin cooler in there. It's like a little bag that says insulin stay cool. And he realizes that's why the girl fell over. And you know what Daryl's going to do, because it's Daryl, obviously. Meanwhile, Sasha and Abraham, are they're leaving trails. Like I said, she dipped her foot in mud, and they wrote a sign for Daryl to follow. They wrote Dixon on, the, on this auto insurance building door. Uh, and then the, uh, Abraham wants to go kill a zombie down the, down the road, and she's like, why? You have a problem, dude. And then like, he's like, what? And I was like, oh, here we go. Sasha, I forget that she has so much baggage behind her because she's Tyrese's sister and she blames herself for all the deaths and blah, blah, blah. And her, I forget when her party showed up earlier. It was nonsense. Uh, it's just a lot of a lot of like suicidal stuff going on with her. They, I feel like they're forcing the issue, though, because when I watch her, I'm like, I don't feel that. I don't feel it. You know what I mean? They, they, they tell you, but I don't feel it. She just says, oh, I feel sad and suicide. Like, I don't, okay, I guess that's how you feel, and that's what we're going with. Okay, whatever. Inside the building, Abraham finds a, like, a very, very decorated military uniform. It has, you know how they have those little flags in the lapel on the left side above the heart? This one, it looks, it's about the size of a DVD. The, the case of a DVD, it's like that. It's just full of these, you know, this shit this guy's done. So whoever was there, he's still alive there, the zombie version of this guy. He is a, like a military badass, whoever this is. Fucking nice, nice uniform, though. Um, anyway, there's a really, really long, boring conversation between Sasha and Abraham about being in control and held accountable, which the episode's called, titled Always Accountable. They talk about, like, you know, you're, you you got to be accountable to this. And, you know, even if you don't think you are, you're accountable. And blah, 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 blah. And, and you're not in control. I'm in control. And they talk about, you want to kill the zombies on the road. Why would you kill the zombies on the road? I don't want to kill them. I'm in control. You're in control. I'm accountable. I'm accountable. And I'm like, eventually I was like, just, I realized I was spaced the fuck out. And usually when I do that, if that ever happens, I rewind and I go, oh, I missed something. And I do rewind. But this time I was like, no, I don't want to. I don't care about Sasha. I just don't. I don't. I like her character just fine. She's a good side character, but when it's her and Abraham talking about stuff, and I know it's not going to be relevant later, it doesn't matter. Like I think I got the gist of what they're saying. 
it was, you know, they're not in control, but they want to be, and they want to, they're held accountable for stuff, and that's it. And I was like, that scene was way too long for that. I got that with one line. <sighs> Whatever. Um, Daryl does return the duffel bag, like I said. You know he's going to do it. He's a good dude. But he also takes the gun from the guy and a whittled figure that the man makes. It's very odd. He robs the dude, but gives him the insulin back. And then, um, out of nowhere, this Mack truck clears the forest, like, parts the woods, like fucking zombie Moses. It's really weird. And then Daryl hides behind a tree while some dudes in cowboy boots yell vague shit about coming back at the three people. And they yell at each other about rules. And she's like, your bullshit rule, your rat shit rules. That's what she says. And then the what the dude calls somebody, uh, what was the fucking name? Uh, what was the name he called? She, I don't remember. I have it written down later. Wade? Yeah. I couldn't tell if she, he called him Wade or if, because he has like a weird accent and he's slurring and he's yelling. I don't know. I couldn't tell what he really what he said. And I was like, oh, is this fucking Negan? Here we go. Here we go. Ne-. No, it wasn't Negan, by the way. I keep getting excited. And especially because I just saw on the internet that they have cast, maybe casted Negan. I don't know if they're going to. I, I, I really hope they do. I think I talked about it in a previous episode. I, I just, I keep waiting for it. And I'm kind of realizing at this point, Negan will show up at the tail end of 608, and that's just all we're going to get of Negan before the break. So next episode, or two episodes from now, because it's 606. So hopefully we get that. I, I just really am sick of waiting for him. But at the same time, I wanted to introduce him correctly. Uh, maybe, maybe here's my theory. Glenn gets out. Glenn's alive. That's the, th- you know, he he somehow escapes Nicholas being on top of him dead, and then he uh, gets captured by Negan, and then Negan kills him. I don't want Glenn to be dead, but that's what happens in the comic, and it'd be cool surprise, and it'd be like, oh, he lived. Oh, <laughs> like it'd be funny. I don't know. I just. Like, oh my god, here we go. Oh, he's dead again. So we can go back to that, I guess. How's he going to come back from this death? Uh-huh. Anyway, um, Daryl tricks Cam into getting bitten. He, like, they're all hiding behind trees from these people. And then this, they're looking for these three people. The people on Cam's, or the Wade's crew. I, I don't know how, I don't know what to call these people because I don't have their names written down yet at this point. Anyway. Daryl like whistles because he sees a zombie trapped behind a rock and he whistles and Cam turns around and then walks and gets bitten stupidly by this fucking zombie. So stupid. I hated it. Uh, It was so lazy and nonsense why he would just like, I'm going to turn around and swing my shoulder out here so I can, my arm's just ready to get bitten. Oh no. Oh Lord, what happened? (sighs) Ah, retarded. So stupid. Anyway, they mentioned the name Wade again. When Cam's bitten. And I couldn't tell before, like I said, but I, I have confirmation at this point that it is Wade. And I looked him up online, too, on the IMDb. The IMDb. Actually still works, doesn't it? Um, saying the in front of that makes sense, actually. Um, Daryl's... They're like, why'd you save us? You know, we held the gun to you. You take your prisoner. Why'd you come back for us? He goes, maybe I'm stupid. And I was like, God damn, Daryl. That's, that's as much as he's willing to give them, I guess. He doesn't open up much. Meanwhile, back at the insurance office, he f- Abraham finds on the roof a box of RPGs, or missiles, I guess, and cigars. And I'm like, in the back of a truck, which is on the roof. 
I don't know why there's a truck on the roof of an insurance building. Why an insurance building would have a roof strong enough to support a truck. Why the army chose that building to put a truck on top. None of it adds up. It's not like a big, massive complex where they would have a cement you know, parking structure on top of it. It's just an insurance building with a couple of their buildings attached. Small little town with plenty of parking outside. I don't know why they would have a truck on top. It's just confusing to me. Anyway, he finds a fucking box of rockets there, some cigars, and I'm like, this is like a dream gift for him. And they did this weird shot where Abraham was against the white background, and I'm like, oh, it looks like heavenly, and it's all broken up. It looks like almost animated. It's really odd. And he walks over, and you see what he's looking at is this soldier stuck on, like, impaled and stuck on a fence hanging off the edge of the building of this massive small-town complex. I don't, I don't get it. It's confusing. I don't know what they're going for. Anyway, he kind of crawls out there on the fence, and he, he's like, starts to grab the... Because the, the zombie has the RPG on his back, the thing that actually shoots the rockets, and he wants it. And he's kind of thinking about what Sasha was saying about him being out of control and, like, he needs to learn to let things go and stuff like that. And he can't handle not being in control. Anyway, he does this weird... There's this really weird shot of him, like, Rah! and, like, wrestling, trying to get the RPG. But it's such close shots that you can't really see what's happening. So I think if he pulled back and really showed what happened, it would be, like, him trying to reach slowly for the rocket and be like, oh, no, 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 no. It would be hilarious. But they did such quite tight, tight little shots, and moved the camera a bunch, and it, the, the music, all all the sound went out, and it was this like weird music, and that's how they got away with doing this scene that really didn't make any sense. And he's ends it, they end it with Abraham yelling in the zombie's face, which I couldn't stop laughing at because I was like, "What the fuck was that? That's what they just built to Abraham going in the zombie's face," and the zombie's is like, "Because he's a fucking zombie." Yelling in his face does nothing. In fact, it probably just makes him hungrier. But anyway, he just goes, all right, and he gets back on the truck, and he lights up a cigar, and he looks over, and uh, you see that the zombie's, like, the fence is moving still from shaking from the zombie moving. And I know it's hard to explain right there. The zombie's on the fence, which is hanging over the edge of the building, bent in half, and so the zombie's, like, trying to grab Abraham, so he's making the fence move, which is shaking the zombie off. And eventually he snaps through his collarbone. He falls to the pavement below. Abraham sees that the RPG's there. And he goes and grabs it. And you're just like, oh, that's what he waited for. He learned that with patience, for once, he got his prize without having to fight through the zombie. That would mean something if it was going to be relevant later. And this is pretty much the end of that storyline of that him and Sasha talking about in control and accountability. That's the end of it. That's what he learned. And that's not going to come up later. So what the fuck? I don't care. I just didn't care. I, I was cool that they have, you know, rockets now and, and he has cigars. And I thought, I thought he was going to have one, like look at the cigars and go, nah, like that, that's how he changes. And I was like, you better fucking, I, I don't smoke, but if I found cigars in this world, oh my God, yes. Enjoying them. Whatever. Um, anyway, this group that was with Wade's group since the beginning, this, the one that Daryl's with is, they've been with Wade since the beginning, like I said. Uh, that's their backstory. They don't really explain what happened. They wanted to leave or something. Uh, 
I'm still holding. I was at this point. I was still holding firm that Negan will show up. At, and like I said, though, at the tail end of six oh eight, and I'm like, maybe this Wade dude is working for him because I found out that their names, the three people who captured Dale or Dwight, excuse me, what what Daryl, there we go, are named Dwight, Sherry, and Tina, and I was like, oh Dwight, Dwight worked for Negan. Oh shit. Dwight is very different in the comic, though. Very different. He's got half a burned head. Oh, he's a badass, kind of. Kind of. Uh, more than this guy. And I was like, oh, maybe they're going to do something with it. Yeah, maybe he works for him. Fucking sweet. Here we go. And then they stumble upon this section, this house that's burned down. You, you kind of see that Wade cleared everybody out of this area. Like, he just burned the whole fucking place down. And then... Tina knew them from she's babysit for him or some shit. And she goes over to him and they have bags in their heads and they're all just dead. Like they tied him up, put bags in their heads and burn the place down, which is horrible. But she's eaten by the the zombies with bags in their heads somehow. I don't know how fuck she managed to get eaten by zombies with bags in their head. That's fucking useless. It was so sloppy. And by that I mean sloppy for the writers. Because I, it was so out of nowhere and unnecessary. I think they did it. They had that character there to get Daryl to trust this group. And that group to trust Daryl with the insulin and stuff like that. It brought them back together. And then they immediately threw that character away. Once they realized, oh, that character would be a huge inconvenience later. We'll have to constantly get insulin and blah, blah, blah. So why make it insulin? Why do that? Why make it that inconvenient for yourself that you have to kill the character in such a bullshit way? I felt that was really, really lazy. And I, I demand reprimand. I demand. Someone should be fired for this. <sighs> no, anyway. um, Way off topic. Anyway, she's eaten, killed, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, eh, she's an instance anyway because of the beaties. The beaties. Who cares? Who cares about that fucking character? Um, Dwight and Sherry, for some reason, they're all walking. Dwight, Sherry, Daryl, and then he's pushing. He grabs the bike finally, and they're like, "Where are we going?" He's like, "Oh, I gotta find my people." And she's like, "Oh, where are they?" And he goes, "I don't know yet. I don't know right now." And she goes, "They just go, mm-hmm." And they nod, and then fucking Dwight pulls a gun on Daryl. They take his crossbow after shooting a bullet next to his head, and he doesn't really flinch. And I was like, oh, "That's badass." He doesn't flinch, and they take his crossbow, and then they steal his bike, and they leave. And I was like, what the fuck for? Why? Did, did he think that he was going to take the bike and go get him and leave them behind? I don't know what. They just suddenly went, yep, got to fuck this guy over who helped us. Yep, got to do that. And it, I was like, why? Why did you do that after all this? That felt so unnecessary. Maybe they'll explain it later. I don't know. Very odd. And I... But they took his two most important things. His brother's already dead. Daryl's brother's dead. So, the two most important things after that are his bike and his his crossbow. He reminds me of Brendan Fraser in Airheads. When he's like, what do I got? I got my bike, my band, and my girl. You keep kicking me on. It's driving me insane. He says that. And he just lists his things. And that's what Daryl is. Daryl has these three things. One of them's gone already. He loves motorcycles and he loves crossbows. And he loves his brother. Brother's dead. Okay? So they took his next two things. And holy shit. He is 
useless without those, I guess. Because he couldn't fucking kill that zombie without that crossbow. He fought through his duffel bag for ten minutes to get it. <sighs> Daryl's fucked. Until he finds a double-A Patrick Fuel Company truck. I know that because it's printed on the side in large, large font. He takes it and then immediately picks up Abraham and Sasha. And I thought when Abraham and Sasha arrived at the insurance place, it looked kind of like the area where Glenn got, you know, whatever happened to him. It looked like that. And I was like, oh, they're going to find Glenn. Here we go. One way or the other. Like, I believe he's still alive, but at this moment they could... They could find his dead body, and that would be acceptable, too. Somebody's got to find fucking Glenn. Point is, they don't. They get picked up by Daryl, and they get up on the road, and they start heading back to Alexandria. They hear a little bit of radio chatter, and that's how it ends. You don't really get to hear who it was. I assume it's Wade's men. You don't really know, though. Um, overall, in summary... Ah, nice echo there. Good episode. I liked it. I thought, like I said, some of it was lazy. I didn't like the way they killed... What was their name? Fucking Tina or some shit. That was boring. And by boring, I shouldn't say boring. It wasn't boring. It was just not well done. She like rolled around on these bodies instead of running. Why would you make it this far in the apocalypse? I guess she was protected by Wade's men before, so she never really seen or knew how to do this shit, I guess, is what they're going for. But it was just so lazy after all this time with that character, the whole episode, to just have her die that way. I thought some of the stuff with Abraham and Sasha was, that's where I meant to say they were boring. That was boring. But I, I didn't really mind it if they plan on keeping these characters around a while. It's kind of... You know, it's nice to have a little bit more behind them. We haven't seen these characters in a while. I liked everything they did with the RPG and stuff. I liked... It was odd. Like I said, it was cool the way they shot it, but if you really thought about it, it was like... It was just trying to grab stuff, and the zombie's like, art, art, and that was it. And that's really it, but they made it so cool looking. But again, that's something making... That's making something not exciting fun and exciting to watch. Opposite of Tina dying, which was... Should have been awesome, and they made it really boring. Uh, I just choose one. Uh, anyway, uh, good episode. Good. I liked it. I really have no complaints other than those two things. I wish, I hope there's more Daryl coming up. I look forward to eventually finding out what happens with Glenn. If we ever get there, I don't, maybe there's never going to, how, how unsatisfying would that be if nobody ever brought up his name again? Like, uh, his wife just moves on. Maggie just moves on. Starts fucking Eugene or some shit. In the comic, Rosita fucks him. (sighs) There's a whole fucking mess right there. Anyway. um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next ones. Uh, There's only two more until the season... The mid-season hiatus. I think they are going to end... Like I said, I really think they're going to end 608 with Negan. Negan's going to show up. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be right at the very end and that's how it ends. And you're like, holy shit, Negan's here. He has to kill a main character, though. I think Negan has to take down Abraham in that. in that. Because in the comic, Dwight kills Abraham. The guy I just mentioned. The guy that stole his motorcycle is named Dwight in the comic. And he shoots Abraham through the head with an arrow. But think about it. Dwight now has a crossbow. There you go. That's all you need to know in this show. That's why I do this show. I'm here to provide amazing guesses for next episodes. I don't know if it's going to happen the next episode or, you know, later on, later on. 
But I hope Negan does it because Negan needs to ha- Negan needs to kill somebody in the in the comic. Negan kills Glenn and it sets up him as a badass. Like holy shit, he's not to be fucked with. But if Glenn's dead, then he can't do that. But if Glenn's alive, like I said, Glenn could immediately get killed by Negan and be fucking awesome. Ne- Someone needs to die to serve this great villain. Like I complained when Glenn did get eaten or looked like he got eaten or whatever, whatever you believe. I complained that it didn't serve anything that when he died. It was just went to a zombie and that was it. And it was just lackluster. Anyway, I'm ranting. I hope Negan shows up in 608. I really do. Until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. Go check out loiteringinwonderland.com. Loiteringinwonderland.com. Um, I'm wearing my uh, the very first printings of the Lord of Wonderland shirts. On the back it says something like an audible audio podcast for your listening ears of hearing or something like that. Anyway, very redundant. Go check out... Well, you know, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LAW Podcast, or Loitering Wonderland. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, and YouTube. Recently banned by YouTube for one of my Phoenix West shows. That's right, it happened. Anyway, I love you guys. So long, citizens. I am Phoenix West. <laughs>